Hi everybody, welcome to episode two on the Diary of a Pupil podcast. My name's Chelsea Brookward and I'm a barrister at Park Square Barristers. Just wanted to say welcome back guys because it has been 12 goddamn months since I did my last podcast. So I'm really sorry for that. It was not my intention to bring out a podcast every year. I started out with the intention of doing it once a week. Quite clearly that didn't work out, but you'll appreciate I've got a massively busy practice. I've got a daughter, I've got a life, and we've had one hell of a crazy year, haven't we? Um, Well, two years actually. But anyway, we're back. I'm here. And hopefully I'm going to bring out more content. Those of you that follow me on social media will have seen that my plan is to bring out more content and you've said that you want more content. So I'm hoping that I can be a bit more consistent, but please bear with me and please don't hold me to it, but I am going to try. And if you don't follow me on social media, please head over to Instagram. I'm at Legally Blogged or at Diary of a Pupil underscore Barrister. So head over there, give me a, a follow. Also, if you don't follow me already, then you should because I post on there when I am doing mini pupillage competitions or have work experience placements. Um, So it's um, a good way and it's a good opportunity to get some uh, work experience uh, without having to go through application processes. So if you don't follow me, follow me and I'll be really appreciative of that. Anyway, why are we here today? So today I am going to be talking about one of the questions that you will almost always get asked in pupillage applications or pupillage interviews. And the question is, why do you want to be a barrister? Now, this is a question that I always struggled with. I know it sounds crazy because I pursued a career at the bar, but it's not one of those questions. It's not, you don't, well, I didn't start out at undergrad degree thinking this is the end product and this is why I'm doing what I'm doing. I just didn't think about it like that. Maybe I should have done, but I didn't anyway. Um, And I think I didn't think about it because I didn't really know which route I wanted to take before starting undergrad. I just knew I wanted a career in law, but I didn't know which career in law because I didn't know too much about it. But I didn't really start to appreciate and understand the difference between a solicitor and a barrister until I was towards the end of my undergrad degree when I started doing work experience and mini pupillages. And it was then that I fully understood the reasons why becoming a barrister was much more suited to me. So I hadn't really thought about it. But I can remember when we first started undergrad, the first day, and we all brought into um, the big um, lecture theatre, and the tutor said to us, which 
of you wanting to be a solicitor? And I could just remember pretty much everybody put their hands up. It must have been about 98% of students put their hands up to becoming a solicitor. And I thought, I don't want to be like everybody else. I've always been a bit of a rebel. Always want to be on the other side. Always want to be doing something different. I'm not a sheep. I don't follow the crowd. And I think it's because everybody else wanted to be a solicitor that I wanted to be a barrister. And obviously I couldn't answer the question in that way. <laughs> so I had to formulate um, a different way. Um, but from that moment, I, I always thought I want to do something different. And why can't I pursue a, a career at the bar? So coming back then to the question, why do you want to be a barrister? My view of this question is essentially, it's asking you two questions in one question. So firstly, it's saying to you, why do you want a career in law? And secondly, it's asking, why don't you want to be a solicitor? So when thinking about the question that way and breaking it down that way, it does become a little bit easier to answer. So turning to the first part, why do you want a career in law? I can remember when we did the BPTC and our tutor um, back then said that we should avoid using cliched answers like we want to fight for justice. We want to make a difference. We want to give the little people a voice. Because they are cliched answers. Um, I don't necessarily agree that you shouldn't give that answer, particularly if it's a genuine answer. If you got into law because you wanted to fight for justice, then I think it's perfectly fine to say that. I just think it's the way you formulate your answer. So don't say it in a cliched way. Because actually, in reality, if you just turn around and say, I want to fight for justice, you're not actually answering the answer. You're not actually answering the question. Can't answer an answer. Sorry. You're not actually answering the question. Why do you want to fight for justice? So we were always told, you know, really make it personal. It has to be personal to you. Why do you want to become a barrister? Why do you want to fight for justice? Now, that might be something as simple as you watched a TV programme on miscarriages of justice and felt that it would be an interesting and rewarding career. Or it might be a bit more a bit more personal than that. You might have had a relative that was wrongly convicted and overturned the conviction and you feel like it was a massive miscarriage of justice and you felt and understood firsthand how that can affect people's lives and therefore you wanted to go into a career where you could have an ability to try and change that. And if that is the reason, you know, be confident, be proud and give that as your answer. It's a massively, massively personal answer, isn't it? But, you know, if it is one of these cliches, I want to give the little people a voice, you really need to think about, well, why do you want to give the little people a voice? I can remember this was the part of the question that I really struggled with because 
I knew I wanted a career in law and that was more for selfish reasons. I wanted a career that would pay the bills. I wanted a career that was a long career. Because for those of you that, that have followed my journey or follow me on social media might know that I actually didn't want a career in law originally. I wanted to be a professional dancer. And that ended quite abruptly for personal reasons that I won't go into for the purposes of this podcast. But I then appreciated that I didn't want another career that had a lifespan So, you know, the majority of professional dancers are relatively young. It's not a career that you can do forever because physically you just can't. So you get to a um, stage in that type of career where you have to stop dancing and go into something else. And usually they'll go into be dance teachers or may have, you know, a massive career change. But it does have a lifespan. So I wanted to make sure that I didn't choose another profession where I may be hindered in that way. So a career in law allows for a very long, um, very long career because you've got solicitors that can go on to partners. They can go on to um, law firm owners. Barristers can go on to be um, QCs. They can then both careers can then go sit on the judiciary and you know you can sit on the judiciary up until being 70 i think so it's a very very long career um and also um i wanted a career where there was no ceiling so where there was room for moving up the ladder if you like and both of the careers um offer that career progression um so they were my two whys but why law? Because there are other professions that will pay the bills and there are other professions that are long careers. So it didn't really, for me, answer the, answer the question, why law? Now, I can remember when I did a BTEC National Diploma in Public Services and I did that instead of taking A-levels. One of the uh, modules was a law module and as part of that, we got to witness a five day or witness five days of a murder trial. And it was uh, five youth defendants on trial for battering a taxi driver to death in Bradford. And I can remember when I was sat in um, the public gallery and you could just see through the glass and the bars some of the defendants. Now, they were aged between 13 up to 17, I think. And I can remember sitting there thinking, wow, you guys are either the same age or just a couple of years younger than me. You know, how on earth did you end up being on trial for murder? And I can just remember thinking to myself, what the hell happened? Because, let's face it, people don't, well, they might do, but very few and far between, grow up thinking, you know what, I'm going to be a murderer when I grow up. I just don't feel like it happens that way. Something happens, something goes wrong in that person's life. And usually, 
in my opinion, it's something that could have been avoided or they could have been offered support or help that may have avoided it. And so when it came to deciding what I wanted to pursue after my dance career ended, I went back to that moment and thought, yeah, I want a career where I can really make a difference in somebody's life. And I feel like if I help one person change their life throughout my career, then I've set out, then I've done what I set out to do. So that, for me, was my why. My why law. Um... My why not a solicitor was much more easy for me to answer. So I think to be able to answer this question, you really need to know the differences between what a barrister does and what a solicitor does. So in that regard, what I would suggest is going on the internet, having a look what a solicitor does, having a look what a barrister does. Also research the pros of being a the pros and cons of being a solicitor and the pros and cons of being a barrister. Because I feel like they are checklists that you can use to decide which route it is that you want to take. Because you don't want to get to the end of the bar and then appreciate the differences and think, ah, oh, shit. I actually would be more suited to being a solicitor because by that stage, you've already wasted £15,000 and, you know, you're going to have to pay more money um, to become a solicitor. So it's really important that if you have got the time now to decide, that you really decide before before pursuing the bar. And I like to think that you all would do that anyway. But anyway, um, so if you go through doing the pros and cons, I feel like that's a useful um, map tool guide to try and identify which career you're most suited to. But for me, the why not a solicitor, why the bar? I wanted a job where I was self-employed. Now, I had been employed for self-employed for about 10 years prior to take in the bar, 10 years, about 10 years. Anyway, I'm showing my age now, aren't I? Um, but yeah, I'd been self-employed for about 10 years and I just loved the flexibility that I had over my own time. I could have days off when I wanted to, when I needed to, I could start late when I wanted to, I could start early if I wanted to, finish late, finish early. I just had that control. But in addition to that, I feel in the context of a legal career, I wanted to be able to have autonomy over my own cases. I wanted to be able to run a case how I think how I think it should be run. I wanted a career where my success is going to be, be based on my own merit. And I feel like a career at the bar offers that because a career at the bar, you rise and fall with your own reputation. If you don't do good, you don't get good work. If you do good, you get good work and you go far. Now, that's not to say that that doesn't happen in a solicitor's uh, career, but I didn't want to work nine to five 
no, well, let, let's face it, no solicitor works nine to five. But anyway, I didn't want to work five days a week, slogging my ass off to put money in somebody else's pocket. I wanted to work hard and I be rewarded for that hard work. And I felt like the bar offered, offered me that. Um, so another one of the reasons was that the success would be based on, on my own merit. And obviously, um, I wanted to do advocacy. And I don't think when I first thought about pursuing a career at the bar that I really um, even took into account that solicitors could do advocacy. I just felt like barristers did advocacy. And the majority of barristers do do advocacy, but we now have a rising number in solicitor advocates. So if you are answering this question and your only reason why is advocacy, then you really need to think about adding something to that. Because if you say advocacy in an interview, they're going to turn around and say, well, solicitors can do advocacy. Why be a barrister? Um, so you really need to think about that. And I suppose the only um, other answer to that or other consideration would be, well, you must be picking being self-employed as opposed to being employed so i definitely recommend uh thinking about that but when i um was considering a, a route to becoming a barrister um, advocacy was definitely one of the uh one of the factors at the top of my list because coming from a performing arts background i felt like that offered me the opportunity to carry on with a little bit of the career that, that I wanted to pursue. And I feel like I could relate to the skill of persuasion and courtroom advocacy was almost uh, akin to uh, a performance. So I really liked that sort of crossover between uh, the two professions and felt like I'd already been equipped with the skills to perform under pressure and maintain confidence and things like that. So advocacy was a massive, massive massive influence on my decision to become a barrister but not the only one <coughs> and I think you know you really need to consider about your your types of clients so if you are pursuing a career in law because you want to you know really support the little people the, the ones without the voices um then you might be more suited to being a solicitor because solicitors have day-to-day -day contact with the claimants, the defendants, the, the lay clients, and they do all the uh, telephone calls, the writing their witness statements and dealing with them on a, daily, on a daily basis. Whereas being a barrister, you don't really speak to um, the lay client until the trial, or you might speak to them if you have a conference, but your client is the solicitor. So the majority of your communication is uh, with the solicitors. Now that might be an influence on why you want to be a barrister or why um, you don't want to be a solicitor or why you want to be a solicitor and you don't want to be a barrister. But I think it's also, you know, one of the factors that you should be uh, bearing in mind. Um, who do you want your clients to be? So, as I said before, in answering this question, you really need to sit down and think about it because I think it's a really important question, but it's also a question that is the most 
difficult to answer and I just don't know why. And it may be that I'm by myself on this. You might be listening to this thinking, of course I know why. It's the easiest question to answer. And if if you do, that's great. And if you don't, I hope this uh, podcast has helped. But as I said before, what I would recommend doing is going... Um, going to Google, typing in pros and cons of being a barrister, pros and cons of being a solicitor, and working through those and trying to see which apply to you, which you can bank and adapt to answering this question. It will be a really useful guide and tool uh, to help you, and I hope it does. There is um, the lawyerportal.com uh, why be a barrister the pros they've also got a similar blog um on why be a solicitor so you might want to start there i'll put a link in the show notes uh to that um, and hopefully that that will help so i hope you've enjoyed this podcast today again i'm sorry that it's taken so long hopefully there won't be another year in between because by that stage i'm hoping that some of you might have pupillage <laughs> um but I um, will try and get more content out there, guys, and be a little bit more consistent, but please don't hold me to it. So if you liked this um, if this podcast, please give me a, a, a download or add a comment or a review. I'd really appreciate that. And if you don't follow me, um, I'm over at Instagram at Legally Blogged or at diary of a pupil underscore barrister again i'll put the links uh, to my instagram pages in the show notes and i look forward to uh, speaking to you all again see you later guys bye